0: Call now, because this is The Morning Drive on News Talk
1: WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Curtin Anthony here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend. Wow. It's the former host of this show, and now city councilor from the newest city in the state of Vermont, Councilor Marcus Serta.
2: Essex Junction, by the way, to just finish up. What did I that, say? The, well, you didn't really say which city it was. So I'm just making sure. It's wow, clear. it's the only city. It's the and 10th it is, city the in newest. the state of Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's so we, cool to be the, you know, uh, Elaine and I technically are the two first right? elected city councilors of Essex Junction. I got to say, I'm really proud to be a city councilor for this city. It's a great city. You've got to be. That's cool. That was history yeah. making. It was. Where's my plaque and statue? Well, it's come on. kind of like <laughs> get carried away, well, you know, only to be taken down in 50 years. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh yeah. When they find out, oh no, oh, we gotta got take that. We gotta take that statue down.
1: Now, no. before we get into all of the things going on in the 10th and newest city in the state of Vermont, yeah. Essex Junction, yeah, give us a little bit of your perspective of
2: what happened last night on the debate the last debate. night. Whew, can I just say, I think the loser was the American people. Um, And Look, here's why. I do agree with most of those candidates that, look, if we're going to go into any election, we need to be a well-informed and educated electorate. If all the candidates are not there on the stage, that is a complete disregard of the American people. That's a complete disregard and respect to the American people and the process by which we live by in America. So it really ticks me off when... The former president doesn't show up and participate. Now, I will say this. Fox doesn't help either by conducting a debate that leans toward one or two individuals, doesn't seem to have it well balanced, so we can hear the opinions of everyone up on that stage. It doesn't help when the candidates feel like, because of the fact that they're not getting their fair share, that they have to kind of like pile on each other like kids in a school ground. Maybe they should have thought about this differently, maybe like they did in the previous election where they had two nights of it. I don't know. I, I don't know that that was the best either, but something could have been better. The American people could have gotten better information, had a wider set of views on that particular stage last night. I think it was, it's a shame that uh, the American people couldn't learn more and get more out of these candidates.
1: I essentially agree with you. I said earlier in the show that I thought the Fox overall did not handle it well. Uh, you got to give every candidate every question the same amount of time, not not say, okay, you two are going to ask this question. Then we're going to move on to a different question. It just it, it helps right. create that that uh, what happened last night. But maybe maybe nothing would have
2: stopped them from piling on each other. I don't know. It was interesting. I heard some commentary post that, uh, and somebody said this that. Varaswamy, right? It's Varaswamy? Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Um, sorry, Zink. Ramaswamy. Sorry, because I know Varaswamy, and that's probably why I got it screwed up. Um, is the uh, uh, he's he's the stand-in for Donald Trump? He's there to speak Ronald Trump's voice when Ronald when sorry when Donald Trump isn't there. This is this is the guy. Yeah, and I'm like re, maybe. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know that that's an accurate case. I think when you hear his opinions, you're like, oh, I can kind of see that. But I think he's out for himself. I don't think he's out there just to, uh, you know, well, boost up the former president. And of course, Chris Christie referred to former President
1: Trump as Donald Duck. Mm. <laughs> um, I actually thought, and I know our listening audience, yeah. a lot of our listening audience hates Chris Christie. We just got the fat joke by someone a few minutes ago. I thought that Christie, and I'm not saying that Christie is now going to catapult up in the polls or anything else, that there's even going to be any bump, but I thought he actually had one of the better performances because he didn't engage in the food fight. He uh, He waited his turn, and he spoke when he was calling for the most part, and he spoke strongly, and he took his, again, a lot of our listeners that love Trump won't like that he took shots at
2: former President Trump. I think Chris Christie brings uh, a well-spoken tact to the room when given the opportunity. He has the ability, and we've seen him in previous elections, be able to take a couple of people down a couple of pegs. He will take on those issues directly. I have to appreciate the fact that he will show up and share his opinion. He feels authentic coming from him versus where I've heard more baked in or practiced answers from other candidates.
0: Yeah, and he uh, he had no problem uh, going after Vivek uh, at the first debate, and then uh, raising the hand
1: yeah, at the, the end, second debate. At the end of the debate, uh, he was making his point about Donald Trump uh, being voted off the island, and he looked over at Ramaswamy, who had his hand up, and he said, "Put your hand down, Vivek. I've got the floor. Put your hand down." Yeah. So
2: anyway, it uh, it kept me up late. Let's just say that we're
1: all a little less
2: <laughs> it kept uh... me up late. It's eleven o'clock. Well, it's funny because I, you know, we had our council meeting last night, and I'll just. Uh, Uh, Not to swing back over there real quick, but um, I was telling somebody the story last night because one of our agenda items was talking about meeting structure last night. And I kept telling a couple of people before that meeting and getting into that discussion was that I kept thinking about what I have observed Burlington go through over the years, right? Show up at 6 and you're there until... Who knows when? Midnight. Right? And we're we're doing our best to do our business efficiently, um, to, pro- to provide the opportunity for good discussion. But hey, if we can get this done in two or three hours, fantastic. Nobody wants to be there until midnight. At least, you know, we were talking about it outwardly mm-hmm. versus, you know, just kind of letting it happen and then... You know, everybody groaning about, oh, it's 1130 and we're still here, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. But I think and, it's important to be planful about those things. I mean, yeah. we had a conversation yesterday with the the new school board chair in South Burlington. And, and ultimately, she said um, she just felt that the structure of their meetings, again, public meetings, uh, had just right. didn't have structure. And it was very frustrating. And uh, part of the thing, one of the things that was really important to her, she just pulled out the... The standard format for a school board meeting from the Vermont (laughs) Principals Association or whoever sends it out and just said, well, at least we'll start with this. Because I think it's important if somebody wants to go to a public meeting, they're they're compelled enough to go. I mean, a lot of people, if you have to be motivated enough to go to a a city council meeting, you have to care about something. Most people. I mean, there's a certain group of
2: people that just go to go. But now the audience is wider. Mm -hmm. It's not just Mm -hmm. those people who are in the room. And last night we had no one in the room. Mm But we had few people on in, in sure. Zoom, and potentially, and I know I've done this myself, is that Town Meeting TV films are our, our city council meetings. Yep. And so you can participate in Zoom, or you could do like I do when I want to observe and listen, but I don't know that I have anything to input during that meeting. I will watch it on YouTube. Yeah. So you have a couple of different methods to which you could you could get into our city council meetings. Um and I agree with you. And the thing about it is is that we want people to participate, but we want people to also pay attention. And if yeah. these meetings go on and on and on, and your issue for the day is say, um, you know, talking about sidewalks that are gonna be rebuilt, and that is the fifth item on a list of pretty heavy topics, and you don't get to till ten thirty, and your meetings start at six thirty, well, Good luck retaining that audience to talk about or catch what's happening on those particular issues because who wants – no audience member wants to sit through that. I mean, when was the last time you sat through a movie that went three hours that you didn't groan about? Right, and that's supposed to be
0: entertaining. Exactly. still have to keep your attention. Right. No, I I completely agree and I I think it's important to to have some kind of structure going in so people know the ground rules so everybody's on the
1: same page. Well, and as you know Marcus because I went to movies with you, um, <laughs> that e- even even on an hour and a half movie I fall asleep. Yes, yes.
2: yes you did. Oh man. All right, let's yeah. So let's, <laughs> what, what the heck? Hey, wake up you idiot. This is uh, one of those 4D movies where the sound is coming from everywhere. <laughs> After yeah.
1: a minute, I kind of, my head drove over and I was on, my head was on Marcus's shoulder and I was <laughs> drooling on him. So <laughs> no, I, I made that part up. Come on. All right. Now, but so, Marcus, what, uh, yeah. and by the way, we're talking to Marcus Serda. You know the voice. So mm-hmm. if you want to call and ask Marcus a question, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888 So 0303. Uh, so tell us what's going on in the
2: new city. Yeah, what are you dealing with? Whew. There's so many things, and I, I, I'll tell you the the number one thing that's on my mind at the moment, from an overall sense, is we're getting ready to launch our strategic planning process. This and look, this to me is one of the most important things that our residents and and people who come through um, uh, Essex Junction can do to participate in the process. This is as important as voting. To me, well, because long-term here, impact. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Because look, when when we as city councilors are talking about these issues and prioritizing where we, how we spend money, we're doing that off of not just our gut or just the handful of conversations that we have with constituents on a weekly basis. We're doing that based on the framework of this strategic vision, which is developed and built by citizens. Mm-hmm. So. That will lay the groundwork for the next five to ten years. We're starting that process now. This particular strategic vision will be the first vision for the city as an independent municipality. Because what we've been working off of was a plan that was developed during uh, during the time when we thought there was a possibility for merger. So it was kind of town-city joint effort. Yeah. This will be focused and completely centered on the city of Essex Junction, really so we need unique. to make sure people are participating. It
0: really is unique because uh, it's been a whole, more than a hundred years since since somebody's had the opportunity to do this. And what I appreciate is, and you have to remind, and you're coming here. Obviously, you want public input. This is the time. Saying, "Hey, if you want to, if you have an opinion about how this is going to happen or that's going to happen, now's the time because we have an opportunity here to develop a a, a strategic plan." Um, and and so 10 years from now, or five years from now, say,
2: how the hell did that happen?
0: Well, now's the time.
2: Yeah. This is the time that, okay, for all those people, and this, is, this phrase always has annoyed me, the silent majority, right? This is the time, because I honestly don't believe in the silent majority. I get where it comes from, but here's the thing. Silence accomplishes nothing. Silence does not move any issue forward one direction or the other. So here's the opportunity. Look, if you don't want to or can't or whatever, participate on a regular basis within our meetings, talking in public forum, paying attention to these issues right now in the strategic vision, this five to 10 year plan of how our our city will evolve. Guess what? This is your opportunity. This is when you should speak up and participate and have your voice heard, because uh, we need to hear from you and we need to hear from all these voices, not just the handful that come regularly to all of our meetings we need to hear from feel like we're hearing from the whole community and pockets owners renters uh business owners we need to hear from all these people we're working with a great um outside group future iq which will facilitate some of these discussions the steering committee which i am on will be facilitating some of these discussions in order to get this input put this together develop our strategic plan, and then from that, develop the action plan that will follow. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick uh, less than two-minute break. We're talking to Marcus
0: Serta, city counselor from the city of Essex Junction, and he's got a call uh, to everyone, uh, long-term, short-term, uh, been there forever, just moved to Essex. Uh, now's the time, and we'll be taking calls after the break. Follow them on Facebook for interviews and more. The Morning Drive on News Talk WVMT.
1: Didn't start the fire here on the morning drive, but we're going to try to add some oil to it anyway. Whatever. We're back. Uh, we're back on the morning drive with Marcus Serta, city councilor in the newest city in the state of Vermont, Essex Junction. So, is and you. he is a history-making city counselor. Uh And if you have a question for Marcus, give us a call. The Mackenzie Country Classic Hotline, triple eight. Four one four zero three zero three. You want to jazz
0: it up a little bit? Is it true on that strategic plan? You're going to build the first oil refinery in America in the,
2: first, in the last 10 years in the city of Essex Junction? Wouldn't that be a wonderful plan? But uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I, I mean, again, this is, this is the thing about the city of Essex Junction, which is funny because, you know, in talking with the consultants um, and I often have to remind people, the city of Essex Junction, unlike many municipalities around us, is less than 5 square miles. We're small from a ge- from a geography standpoint. We don't have places to go out. We're not fortunate like a South Burlington who still has acres and acres and acres of open land to kind of work with and build upon. And yeah. We don't have a lot of that going on. We've got a lot of development now. You can see it at five corners kind of happening as the Crescent Connector is is in those final stages, I believe. Um so, we're going to see some new development happening, but we don't have an outward direction that we can go. We just don't have the land for it. So, in this strategic planning process,
1: Marcus, which, of course, you've just dubbed it how told us how important it is, and you'd like to see more involvement from the citizens. Yeah. <clears throat> totally, totally understand. I get it. Um, you know, you won't hear from a lot of people. You'll hear from some. It's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, but what, are you hearing anything from the public right now, anything that's popping out as something that they're concerned about or something that that they want to see happen
2: you know to be honest and this is this is the disappointing thing is no i'm not hearing a lot of major issues that are coming out of uh the the pre-conversations now when future iq starts to do the work of facilitating these conversations i think there will be more coming out more discussions happening but i think right now and again um our uh Ashley, who is our communications director, who is also um, our staff, who is is going to be help leading this particular charge. She's got a launch date coming up. uh, I'm sorry, I don't have it right in front of me. I believe October 6th is really going to start like the kickoff um, and get this thing rolling. I think then we're going to start hearing more and more. About so these issues. that's the my
0: that the the obvious question is: so how are you gathering? How can people participate? Uh, I mean, obviously, you can go to the city council meetings or, or participate on Zoom. But yeah, but is there going to be a, a platform or a place where people can go and and submit? comments and ideas online? I mean, how is the data going to be gathered?
2: So we're going to be, so the steering committee and other groups, we're going to be out in the community at particular events, like uh, we've got a a fall-winter kind of event, uh, Pumpkin Palooza, that's coming up. We're going to make sure that we're there collecting information. We're also, um, you know, going to be, again, just asking people to participate in things like they call them think tanks. They're uh, just opportunities for people to ask, you know, answer a few questions, get some data, collect that particular data, and then uh, it'll be put together by by the consultant to again help give us those learnings about where the where the community wants us to head and the directions they want us to head in. Now, yeah. Marcus,
1: from my time on the city council in Burlington, I know that uh, a lot of times people just don't get, they don't get. Uh, into these issues they don't get you know until it's something's right in front of them that maybe it's controversial and it's out there in front of them um and they get engaged at the last second unfortunately right is there something that you see in this strategic planning that at some point is controversial that you're going to go one way or the other and people are then going to hear about this and say well wait a minute what's this Is is there something in there that may turn out to be controversial that people just
2: haven't uh, haven't uh, got, gotten glued into yet? I think there's something that, that it has the potential for that. And this has been brought up. So this is not new. This is something that was brought up a while ago. And it's something that I just kind of alluded to uh, a moment ago with my comment, which is, again, we're less than five square miles of a community. If we are going to expand housing in any way, because, again, we need more forms of housing in this particular community. Um, because we need the ability for people to be more mobile. You you know, be, a, uh, be the type of resident who has decided they want to downsize. Well, guess what? We don't have a lot of places for these people to transition into, from the single-family homes into a smaller condo or some other type of living arrangement that they'd be more comfortable with, right? Keeping people in their communities while at the same time having the right size housing for the type of life they want to live within it. Yeah. And that conversation leads me to thinking that we have to start talking about height limits within the city of Essex Junction. And I think that has potential for a lot of debate. But again, that will come through the discussion that will happen through the strategic planning process. And would you, at least at first blush, Counselor yeah, would you like
1: to see the height limits... uh, would you like to see them go up a bit would you like to see in a a particular commercial district where it makes sense would you like to see there be more room for going up or do you have more concern about that
2: no i i would like to see us put more height into the city but i would like to see that height kind of contained right now at the village what we call the village center or what most people would recognize as five corners that development area um it's right there at the core. it's a small small area, but it would be the most obvious place where height would not necess- would not ruin the dynamic or aesthetic of what I believe Essex Junction is going to be as a, as a future community.
0: It really does have I mean from a from a um, logistical standpoint, it's already started there. It, that's always kind of been the center of the universe for yep. this, for the community. and um, you're right. I mean the the latest development has gone up. A bit, and you do have an opportunity to kind of have a city center, yep. and then and then kind of around the city center, more of a of a residential. I mean, it, exactly. it's almost it's almost already predefined, um, and you could you can kind of see a vision. And now's the time if people yep. want to get involved. Now's the time to get involved because, as you said, I mean, this is it. There's strategic planning for the future of a community that it's in its infancy, right?
2: And, and we have to have involved. these discussions because, as you know from How you guys follow the news, too, right? H270 had that intention of, uh, or H100 had the intention of, again, expanding the availability of housing in all of our communities through the state of Vermont, right? Have you seen any major, uh, you know, developments go up since since that bill got passed? No. 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 So guess what? We have to have that discussion as a community and start working on it so that, again, we can try to develop more housing so we can get more tax base into this community, right? All these pieces we have talked about before, and you know very well, Kurt, from your experience, we have to to develop a city that is going to be dynamic, that is going to bring in additional taxpayers. So, again, the burden can be spread among more people. That's city councilor in Essex Junction, Marcus
1: Serta. We'll have him back on when they get into the budget some more, too. Marcus, as always, thanks for being on The Morning Drive. Great to see
0: you both. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I love it.
1: Sounds good. All right. We're going to take a quick
0: break, and then we'll be back with uh, a political... uh,